Welcome to the Strength for the Day podcast, hosted by Pastor Dennis Fountain of Moses Lake, Washington. Each of us need encouragement and hope for everyday life, and we hope that you will find that strength with us as we study God's Word. Let's dive right in and find strength for the day. Hey, good morning, and uh, happy Monday to you. We had a uh, great weekend at Moses Lake Baptist Church, and uh, just really thankful for uh, everything that took place yesterday. And I just want to give folks just a second to jump on. And so as you join in today, just let us know you're watching, uh, throw a comment in, maybe take a, take a second and uh, share the stream with somebody else. Uh, but we had a great day at church yesterday, had an incredible, incredible uh, spirit and good services, uh, everything except for the preaching that usually could always do better. Uh, hi, Miss Dolores. Good to have you on and uh, love, love you and Kent. Um, we, uh, we had a someone trust Christ last night in church. And so we praise the Lord for that. Uh, what a blessing to see people make the decision of receiving Jesus Christ. And hello to uh, Jim and Molly. Hello, Peggy and others. Jump on as you get on. Let us know you're watching. Love to say hello to you. And uh, I'm coming to you from our living room. Monday is actually my day off, normal day off every week, and so just coming to you from the house this morning. I uh, got the kids all dropped off at school, and now just getting ready for the day of getting some things done here at the house. And so I hope that you uh, have had a good weekend, and wherever you went to church this weekend, uh, that God spoke to your heart. And I'm looking forward to Moses Lake Baptist Church this coming weekend. We've got our special guest, uh, Thomas and Carrie Shepherd are going to be with us from uh, Cross Point Baptist Church in Indianapolis, Indiana, and they're here for a couples conference. And so if you're watching and you know some couples in Moses Lake that would want to come to our couples conference, it's this Friday and Saturday. And so we have uh, definitely a lot going on. And so I want to invite even those of you in the Washington area that are in driving distance, uh, Friday and Saturday, Friday night, Saturday morning, our Renew Couples Conference with Thomas and Carrie Shepard going to be a great time. Hello, Mike Daniels. Good to see you on here. And I love you, bud, and thankful for you. For everybody, we've been going through, of course, this is uh, strength for the day. It's just us getting into the Word of God every day and trying to be challenged by His Word as we kind of start our day. And uh, I'm looking forward this day. We've been uh, recently been going through the Sermon on the Mount. And if you were with us, of course, the first few messages or the first few verses of the Sermon on the Mount, uh, Jesus is giving us the Beatitudes. Uh, these are, of course, from the word beatus, uh, the, the phrase blessed, uh, you know, and uh, excuse me, blessed means divine joy or, or perfect happiness. And so Jesus goes through and says divine joy and perfect happiness. It belongs to and he begins to list out who that belongs to. And then last week, we were in uh, the end of the Beatitudes, but then we also looked at uh, Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 through 16, where Jesus said, you're the salt of the earth and you're the light of the world, helping us remember that we are valuable and that God desires that we would be effective. But it's our choice. Remember Matthew 5, 16, let your light so shine. Uh, man, it's my choice to be light and to be salt and to uh, live out my Christianity. Today, we're going to continue the Sermon on the Mount. Of course, Jesus is speaking this to believers. He's speaking this to people who are already following him. But as he gets going on it, many people begin to kind of come around and begin to listen in as he speaks on this. And when we come to Matthew chapter 5, verse number 17, 
Jesus begins to kind of go a different direction in just helping people understand who he is and what he's done. And uh, today we're going to be in Matthew 5, verse 17, 18, 19, and 20. And I think we can learn some great truths from these today. And so I'm going to read them to you, and then we'll dive in. Matthew chapter 5, verse number 17, Jesus said this. He said, Think not, think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For verily I say unto you, of a truth I say this to you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. Whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments and shall teach men so, he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall do and teach them the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I say unto you, that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, ye shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. Man, these were some powerful words that Jesus showed up to say. And I want to encapsulate them into one simple thought that we'll kind of look at, at these verses and then we'll bring it back to this thought here in just a few minutes. And the thought is this one truth. Mankind is inadequate. But Jesus is sufficient. Again, mankind is inadequate. We have a lot of inadequacies, but Jesus is completely sufficient. Notice verse number 20. Jesus said this, I say unto you that except your righteousness shall exceed, surpass, go beyond the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, ye shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. What's Jesus saying here? It would be interesting during these days, the people that were looked to as the most religious and the people that were looked to as the most righteous were the scribes, the Pharisees, and the lawyers. Of course, these people were those who would come alongside of the law, the word that was given, and they would say, hey, you need to do these things to find acceptance with God. And they were looked to, the Pharisees, scribes, and lawyers, they were looked to as some of the most righteous people. And yet Jesus comes on and he says, all right, if you're going to enter into heaven, if you're going to have eternal life, your righteousness needs to exceed, it needs to surpass their righteousness. Now, everybody listening would say, that's impossible. And Jesus knew that. And that's why he said it. Because he's trying to point out, hey, nobody, nobody is good, good enough to get into heaven. Nobody is sufficient enough to get into heaven. And what Jesus is sharing with them is the fact that their failures, their failures are uh, far more than they could imagine. And he's helping them understand just a simple truth that the law cannot save. We're going to see this tomorrow and the coming days because in the next few verses, Jesus will go on to describe six different laws that they would be very familiar with. And he uses them to speak of the inadequacies of man. Man, any, anybody can look at the law and understand, I can't keep this. I am completely unable to ever exceed or come to come even close to the righteousness of God, let alone, or, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do the righteousness of the Pharisees, let alone the righteousness of God. And so we need to forget to try to be, forget trying to be like other people or having the um, religion of other people. We need to remember and understand this is what Jesus is getting to. Man, we are inadequate. Man is inadequate. But notice what Jesus talks about in verse number 17. He talks about his sufficiency. He is completely adequate. He is completely able. Because in verse 17, Jesus said this, Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. 
I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. Here, Jesus, he is focusing upon the law and he's giving this statement. Hey, I haven't come to destroy the law. Many Pharisees, they were teaching that Jesus was speaking against the law, that he was totally uh, contradicting the laws of God, the, the word of God that God had put out to the children of Israel. Uh, remember Mark chapter 15, the Bible says that, of course, as Jesus is going through that kangaroo court before going uh, to the cross, um, they said that the word of God says in Mark 15 that many bear false witnesses against him. They begin to lie about Jesus. What were their lies? Well, he's against the law. He's against what God has given us and, and against our heritage. And yet what Jesus is saying here is, hey, don't think that I've come to destroy the law. I've come to fulfill it. You know, what Jesus was getting at is, hey, you're inadequate, but I complete the law. I complete it. I, I have perfected it. I have come to fulfill it. And of course, we know Jesus would be speaking uh, kind of a little prophetically here, understanding that he would soon go to the cross and he would soon give his life so that every one of us could have eternal life. And Jesus is saying this, I, I haven't come to destroy it, but I've come to fulfill it. He continues verse number 18, for verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth shall, uh, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. Hey, everything in God's word is going to come true. And Jesus Christ says, I didn't come to destroy that which must be completed. No, I came in order to complete it or to fulfill it. And by this statement, Jesus Christ is bringing out the truth that he alone is the fulfillment fulfillment of the law. Jesus fulfilled it physically. He's the only person who could keep the law uh, in the flesh. He fulfilled it sacrificially. He's the only one who could go to the cross and be sacrificed for our sins. He fulfilled it judicially. The law means it needs to have judgment taken upon man, but Jesus stood in the place and took our judgment upon him. And the truth is that if you and I are found in Christ, if we've received Jesus Christ as our savior, we don't need to worry about completing the law. We don't need to worry about keeping a bunch of do's and don'ts because Jesus already did that. And so then he goes to verse 19 and verse 20 and verse 20 specifically, uh, for I say unto you, except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees. Man, they're already sitting there thinking, we can't do this. And Jesus is like, right, but I can and I will and I am. And all of Jesus's life was him fulfilling the law physically and judicially and sacrificially in all the ways that you and I couldn't. And so we just need to understand that as Jesus comes out to speak to them, he's giving them all of these contradictory thoughts. You see, man thought and the Pharisees taught that if we are good enough, we will find acceptance with God. And yet Jesus shows up and says, you'll never be good enough. So stop trying. Stop trying to fulfill the law Instead, look to me. Find sufficiency in me. And I want to say a couple of thoughts about that this morning. Number one, if you're watching today and you've never put your faith or your trust in Jesus Christ, you need to understand the same thing that I understood and many, uh, many thousands and hundreds of thousands of people have understood is that Jesus Christ is the only way that we can find forgiveness that we can have redemption and that we can have relationship with God. Jesus is the only way that you and I can get to heaven because he lived a perfect life. He never sinned. 
He went to the cross as a sinless sacrifice. He died in our place. And then he was buried, but three days later, he, was, he rose again to prove that he was God and to prove that he could be trusted. And so quit trusting in religion or trusting in works or trusting in you and your righteousness. Understand that we are inadequate, but Jesus is sufficient. And so if you've never received Christ as your Savior, I want to encourage you to trust him as your Savior. But if you have received Christ as your Savior, what's something that we can walk away with from this passage? I think we can walk away with just this simple thought that don't try and complete some sort of checklist today for acceptance from God. A lot of Christians think, well, if I do this and don't do this and do this and don't do that, then God will accept me more. No, the Bible says it this way in the book of First John that we are accepted in the beloved, that we are accepted because of Jesus Christ. And so today, I don't need to try to perform for him. I just need to love him like he loves me. I just need to love him and follow him and have a relationship with him and understand that I'm not trying to uh, be a good Christian today because I'm trying to find acceptance with God. No, I, I just want to grow closer to him today. I just want to walk with Jesus today. I just want to realize I don't need to perform for him, but I can grow towards him because of his sufficiency. And remember this simple thought that Jesus is really all we need. Jesus is the truth. He is the life. He is the light. But the fact of the matter is Jesus completes us. He completes you and I in our life. And so today, I don't need to live out some performance-based religion. No, today I need to just lean into my relationship with him and remember I'm inadequate, but he's completely sufficient. I love these thoughts as you go through Matthew 5, 17, all the way through the end of the chapter, because Jesus speaks upon this thought that he's not interested in religion. He's interested in relationship. And we're going to see this. We talk about that often in our church. The quote is very much used about religion versus relationship, but it's so true. And so today I just want to encourage you, find your sufficiency in the Lord. Don't try to be performance-based. Don't try to do a bunch of do's and don'ts today. Just love him, walk with him, look to him, and follow him today, realizing that he is truly all that we need. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow at 930. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Strength for the Day. We would love to hear from you if you have any questions or comments. You can do that by emailing us at strengthforthedaypodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, and we hope that today has been an encouragement.